0: This is Garage Logic Podcast number 51, November 27, 2018. It was 13 below on this day back in the pioneer days of Garage Logic in 1872. Ooh. And 64 degrees in 1998. Back in 1872, the pioneers would have had no Frataloni's Ace Hardware store to trek to to get their winter needs. Now you do. Frataloni's Ace Hardware stores all throughout the metro. Drop off your mower. Well, A tune I guess, up and
1: great story. I guess, I guess, I guess.
0: And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic, with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense. Your mayor, Joe Souchere. Hi. <clears throat> you can hear me now. Yeah, I had a little, uh, little malfunction going there. Huh?
1: Yeah.
0: You want to know why I don't really want to go to NFL games unless I'm in the press box?
1: <laughs> uh, I know one reason, because you might be attacked by someone wearing a the skin of a bear. That's right. Yeah, and a,
0: a live bear, not just a bear suit. Well, at the same time the action was unfolding on the field Sunday night, a Packers fan was himself choking in the stands at the hands of a senior citizen. I a, saw this. Well, that's why I'm not going.
1: Well, you wouldn't be annoying like that Green Bay fan was going,
0: oh.
2: Oh. You don't get to oh. choke the guy to death. <laughs> You're
1: 80-year-old, yeah. and he can... He said, I will mess
3: you up. Uh, I side with the old man. Yep, old man every you day. Guys, you guys are idiots. <laughs> every day. Choke him up, bro. that's would that old bastard out of the game immediately. <laughs> I don't
1: think you could. I think he would have karate chopped your throat. <laughs> are you working Apparently security? the
3: younger fella, all
0: decked out in his wacky park, Packer garb.
3: That's fine. Did he have m- the
0: cheese head on too? And- no, no. He
3: was, <laughs> but he had like Packer pajama pants. It was very strange. <laughs> very he was strange.
0: making noises that the older gent did not appreciate. Yeah, like. How do you know? Did you hear the video? I watched the video. Yeah. As a as a neighboring <laughs> fan, cell phone caught the action. The Viking fan <laughs> climbed out of his seat and got in the younger fan younger fan's face. Oh. You're taken away from me! He yelled. You yell and scream and everything you want, but don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, do, don't, do, don't say no, right. I want to punch you right now. The Packer fan looked at him and yelled.
1: <laughs> which is what I would have done. What? <laughs> <laughs> My no, I wouldn't have done that to an 80-year-old. At I'll which
0: point, see. the elderly fellow stepped out behind the, uh, and put the Packer fan in a two-arm choke hold. Uh, that a uh, so at it, it some female Packer fan jumped in to defuse the situation. This, I bet guy's that a, well,
1: this guy's a really big wuss. He's, his ego took a beating today.
0: I'm calling security right now," she yelled. "You leave him alone." She's yelling this at the older fella. At that moment, the Vikings scored a touchdown, bringing the fans to their feet. Both men seemed to have forgotten everything about it in the seconds before <laughs> that went on in the seconds before. Oh, see, well, they had to be completely hammered. Touchdowns bring. The old timer was not. Um. Reaver showed me a video. Yep,
2: taken prior to uh, Sunday night's game. <laughs> yeah, at a at a bar in downtown Minneapolis. I had some friends that were going to the game that I had not seen for quite some time. So they said, "Hey, we're going to the Packer game. Do you want to meet up for you know like a late lunch before we head into the game?" I said, "Sure." And um, late lunch is seven twenty starts. Well, dinner uh, it the, was liquid. They were um, they <laughs> were getting lunch. after it. Pretty early.
0: Well, yeah, and, and you have a video of some guy wearing the Viking hat with the floppy horns, and yeah. all of a sudden he hears a tune. He likes, so he starts headbanging. It
2: was "Welcome to the Jungle" by yeah. Guns N' Roses. Oh, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then he geez. stops and goes, "Ah, right. I hurt my neck."
2: <laughs> well, it it was more nine beers in, and he gave it the. Roar,
0: my right. neck it was in slow motion. Right. Oh. I must
2: clean off the spindle. however, Hold on one briefly. second before you before you move on from Viking Viking home games. Yeah, uh, a friend of mine that's a season ticket holder. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sells every single game just to make you know to make money. He, he yeah. might attend a game or two throughout what the you, year. How about you know, and it's because of that very reason. And I think the hope was the Vikings were going to price out that kind of behavior, but it's football. You're never going to get away from that kind of nonsense at games. No, I
0: understand. Yeah, uh,
2: I'm I'm cleaning up some old business. Uh, remember,
0: I was saying uh, I was talking about the shoes that had the hinged tongue. Yeah. Uh, who writes this? Ray writes. Not Elvis, but Little Richard introduced the tongue buckle uh, in the 1957 movie. Girl can't help it. His were black leather with gold tongue buckles. Uh, cousin Jim. And I painted our shoes after seeing the movie, and we wrecked our shoes. So they took oh. they took paint to their uh, to their tongue buckles. Huh?
1: That's uh, I mean, compelling shoes. I don't think I would paint them. And, and uh, chief offsite correspondent,
0: today. chief offsite correspondent Kelsey is noting, uh, per our discussion yesterday about Franklin in the Charlie Brown strip, sitting alone on the other side of the table. Yes. Uh, Kelsey has a wonderful point. Which is? Why is it always that other people who are racist, maybe Franklin is the racist for not wanting to sit on the other side of the table. In addition, if the white kids are really racist, would they even have invited a black guest to their Thanksgiving meal? Come on! Of course not. Yes!
2: I still can't believe that was a thing. I can't either. <laughs> Our
0: chef out in uh, Montana. Matura. Uh At Buck's, out yep. in Montana. Yeah, Scotty. Scott, uh... Here's what I believe is a ray of hope. The Friday evening over Thanksgiving weekend, we received enough show that it merited immediate shoveling on Saturday morning here in Bozeman. So they had to practice space Mm. management. Out I headed to face my virgin driveway and my barely constructed new street with brand new neighbors all acclimating to our street together. I told my domestic associate she was not to pull out of the garage until I at least did the side behind her vehicle because he wanted the virgin pass. Yes, you don't want
1: the the tire ruts.
0: I waved my customary wave to the two neighbor ladies across the street who had gotten an early jump on their own driveway. I got a little way through mine when my young neighbor, two doors down, emerged from her house with her three-year-old bundled like Ralphie's brother in a Christmas story (laughs) and the baby in a front carrier. Wondering how you could even shovel with a little one strapped to your front, I walked over to give her a hand. Almost simultaneously, the two ladies across the street, shovels in hand like rifles, met me in her driveway. Thanks, God, but you have your own driveway to do. I can manage. Forget it. It'll take five minutes to knock this out, one of the ladies said. And so in quick time, we knocked your whole driveway and sidewalk out. Meanwhile, our copper neighbor had fired up his snowblower. He came by us as he shouted, I'm just going to head up the street and get the entire boulevard sidewalk. And I know Ed and Tiffany are out of town, so I'll get their driveway, too. Jeez. And with the exchanges of thumbs up, off he went. About this time, our other neighbor emerged from his garage with his snowblower humming like a sewing machine. He's a young guy who is friendly but pretty quiet. He knocked his property out in no time and without looking up or saying a word, headed to my next door neighbor's house where three college girls live and happen to be out of town. He banged out their driveway quickly. After doing my other boulevard sidewalk before anyone walked on it, I came around the corner to find my driveway had been done by the young fellow. (laughs) I looked over across the street to him, to which he just smiled and gave me a thumbs up. Those of us with shovels leaned on them as we rested. We looked around at each other with a sense of victory and accomplishment, though none of us spoke a word. I couldn't help but think that I certainly must be living in a suburb of garage logic. If only I had time for a cup of coffee at the Krabby Coffee Shop. Joe, you refer to police officers as coppers. Wondering if you knew the origin of that name, I'd love to tell you where it originated if you're interested. Well, I do know where it interested. And then he signs it, pushing back every day out in Bozeman.
1: Before you give the definition, I... I really wish Scott would have written papers like that in English class yeah. in high school. So you could have <laughs> stolen from. Yeah, it. right. I mean, that was very well written, Scott.
0: I think it stems from "copper on uh, a constable on patrol" is an acronym for "cop," okay. and then also "cop" means to capture or to to gather in, and I think that's where it comes from. Uh, if he has a more definitive. Uh, explanation i'd be happy to hear well, it. well i
2: believe there was a great uh explanation rook in was it beverly hills cop no or we're was not it going police there. academy <laughs> citizens it was on a patrol police academy <laughs> citizens yes, on patrol that's yeah. right
0: <laughs> and uh, uh mary writes joel uh, my brother john eves died last week his obituary was in the star tribune and the pioneer press on sunday the longer version in the star tribune i believe it was a great living american we did not know about his medals and that he was a combat medic with the 75th Rangers in Vietnam until after he died and we found the medals and documentation among his things. Very humble guy, he was also a firefighter for Minneapolis for 21 years. I would appreciate a shout out to him. He's he's getting a full military and firefighter honors at his service at Fort Snelling this week. Thanks, Mary Thompson. You're here, here. Yeah. Rook. Yep. What was that? What does this mean? What does this mean? I
1: thought you were looking for fanfare from the. No, uh, no, no. You were. You, oh, you were okay. on top of that. You wasn't uh, on patrol. You were on top of that. On patrol. No,
0: yeah. constable on patrol. Constable oh. on. That, patrol. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it.
1: I see the origin 1695 or It Goes back a long way. It does.
0: Yeah, I looked it up. You don't have to.
1: To seize. Right. the cop. Yeah. Thank you. What's up, cop?
0: May I read a letter written today to the Star Tribune, please? Because uh, it, it'll help set up uh, some material I, I really need to get to. All right. Uh, today, the Star Tribune is—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's the lead letter to the editor. Of course, is uh, written by a nurse uh, who—I'll just this. Well, she's lamenting the fact that Trump. Uh, is not paying any attention to the climate assessment report. And she says, uh, nurses like me are seeing disease, injury, and illnesses in the communities we care for. Children, adults, and the elderly are experiencing increased episodes of asthma and chronic respiratory illnesses related to the extreme weather, breathing difficulties from poor air quality on extreme heat days, premature deaths related to air pollution and increased exposure to infectious diseases such as Lyme disease. not buying a word, she says. Because uh, by her logic, I have a, a little girl very close to me uh, yesterday who had to ever tonsils out. Okay. Uh, that's a first oh. in my extended family that I'm aware of. So, by the rationale of this crackpot, whose name I won't say, uh, that kid had to ever tonsils out because of climate change. Like, which is no, not no, the case. No, she didn't. Right.
1: Yeah, she's not backing up with any stats. She's just uh, generalities. Uh,
0: But here's the letter I want to read because it helps. It's written by a seemingly reasonable soul who's actually done some thinking. I read with interest the latest warnings from 13 federal agencies on climate change. One prediction that we would suffer as much as a 10% reduction in the size of the U.S. economy troubles me. This predicts 80 years into the future, an economy that we can't predict for the next quarter. If they can, please give me your tips so I can invest and supplement my retirement income. What technical advances will happen that we cannot even imagine today? I'm reminded of the prediction of Charles H. Duell, the commissioner of the U.S. Patent Office in 1899. He wanted to close the patent office and said, everything that can be invented has been invented. Let's bring that to today. Technology doubles now every 5 to 10 years. Again, what advances are in the works are yet to be thought of by yet unborn. These predictions lend too much certainty on science that is built on computer models, models that continue to predict a future that does not conform to what is happening today. I realize weather is not climate change, but all weather by these experts is attributed to climate change. Too hot, too cold, too wet, too dry, it strains credulity. I'm all for being a good steward of the earth, but the calamity predicted in the next 50 to 80 years seems to be static rather than dynamic. Uh, P. Allen Goodwin, Brooklyn Park. Well, that, he's a GLer. We haven't even factored that in, but it alludes to something I have said previously. Mm. Why does why this necessarily have to be calamitous? If, in fact, the climate is changing, keeping in mind it always has. Why Why is it that the left has chosen to see it only calamitously, if that's a word?
1: Urgency. We got to get this done. This is, I don't know.
0: Here. Never thought I'd be defending Trump. Oh. But I have to, to a certain extent. Uh, CNN is a, uh, is, a, is a dreadful, dreadfully biased. And, and they've completely misrepresented Trump's comments on this climate change report. Because I happen to have caught Trump's audio and visual yesterday on the news when he was going out to the helicopter to fly away and they were yelling questions at him. Uh, and, of course, uh, the CNN headline is Donald Trump buried a climate change report because, quote, I don't believe it. Uh, President Donald Trump on Monday dismissed a study produced by an, by his own administration involving 13 federal agencies and more than 300 leading climate scientists uh, warning of the potentially catastrophic impact of climate change. Uh, why you ask? I don't believe it. Trump told reporters Monday, adding that he had uh, read some of the report. Uh,
1: that's what he said when the uh, was approached by the news media. Yeah, he had read some no, of it. No,
0: no, no. That's not what he. That's not what he said. He didn't believe. The question he was responding to was. Uh, it was shouted out that we're all going to die and there'll there'll be no economy in a hundred years. And and I'm paraphrasing the question, but that's what he responded to and said, I don't believe it. Well, either do I, either does the letter writer to the star Tribune. Why is not, why is not, uh, the imagination and entrepreneurship of the human condition being taken into consideration here? Why is it just assumed that we're all going to melt and lose 10 uh, percent of the economy. Why, why is that? Why is that assumed? Like this guy, the letter writer said, people not born yet are going to come up with something, right? And here's Trump being uh, misportrayed by uh, CNN, and they routinely do misportray him. Uh, and he didn't say, "I don't believe it," meaning the report. He he was responding to the idea that the report suggests a dire future up to and including the destruction of the economy. And he said, I don't believe that.
1: Which is very different from saying,
0: I don't believe the report. Well, plus plus we all know with reasonable certainty that, of course, he didn't read it. (laughs) He doesn't read. (laughs) He's got people that probably read it. But he instinctively, in my estimation, he instinctively was suggesting, I'm not believing his BS that we're all going to perish that the economy is going to disappear because of climate change. That's what he said, I don't believe. But he's routinely uh, uh, misportrayed by the likes of, of CNN. CNN is the principal news gathering source that would misportray him. right? And and they do so frequently, and they did on this occasion.
1: I thought you were going to compare uh, President Trump to me. And when he was asked, you know, did you read the report? And he said, yeah, I, I saw it. -hmm. You know, like I do, if you say, Hey, did you read that? And like, Yeah, I uh, took a look at it. And uh, what are you going to do?
0: Also, CNN. 15 takeaways from the U.S. Climate Change Report. 15. Number one, crop production will decline. Really? How can they predict that? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. In parts of the Midwest, farms will be able to produce only about 75% of the corn they produce today. No, if the earth is warming, then the corn-growing land would move farther north. They'll have corn. Further. Further. No, farther is distance. Further is in addition to. Thank you. Number two, cows could have it bad because of heat stress.
1: Bring them... To a different place.
0: <sighs> food sources from the sea will
1: decline. All right. Why? Wait, why would that be? The ocean is
3: big. I suppose the ocean's...
0: Algae blooms due to heat. So, okay.
3: You know. yeah, Rook and I wouldn't care about that anyway. We, yeah. we don't like food from right. the sea. Right, <laughs> right. You can you have You guys them. are crazy. Number
0: four, food <laughs> and waterborne illnesses will
3: spread. All right.
0: Because of marine toxins. Number five, bugs will bug us more, so we have to fear the bugs. Number six, it will be hard to breathe. Asthma and allergies will be worse. The pollen season will intensify and lengthen in parts of the U.S. There's not a word ever a word here about adaptation. Not one word. How we will from figure the hysterians? It out and- from the hysterians. Mm-hmm. There's mysterians and hysterians. Yeah. Number seven, mental health will be challenged. I think it already has been in I'll this see. crowd. I'll say. Uh, and and I guess because we'll have more post traumatic stress disorders due to the uh, due to the storms. Mm. Well, that is due to more people living in harm's way than ever previously. Right. Right. Uh, eight more of us will die because you got to get that in
1: there. We're uh, we're all gonna die. We're we just don't know die. the hour.
0: The Midwest alone, which is predicted. To have the largest increase in extreme temperatures, we'll see an additional 2,000 premature deaths per year by 2090. We don't know that. We, We absolutely don't know that. Number eight, we won't be able to work as much. Oh, darn. Wait, hang on. Well, because the farm workers can't go out into the fields because CNN says it'll be too hot for them. How will this affect podcasters? Uh, they'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Number 10, we won't be able to get around as easily. Maybe they'll have to can their uh, lavish travel sections. We'll go back to the horse and buggies? Uh, no, I guess because uh, infrastructure will, will fall apart because of uh, well, the melting just, temperatures.
1: But just like you read, innovation... Is, is going Hasn't to, even happened yet. R- right. Innovation for transportation is going to uh, get so much better in 10, 15, 20 Wouldn't years. Wouldn't that from be now.
0: a great speech for Trump to give? You know, I, I'm aware of my my, uh, my own administration issuing these this dire report, but what I was really anticipating was some positivity in it, uh, some means of addressing the idea that we are uh, a uh, uh, an achieving nation of of thinkers and and entrepreneurs and technologically savvy people. And I I think that we ought to be looking forward to the idea that if, in fact, if, in fact, this report, uh, if if, if what's predicted in this report comes true, I'm reasonably certain that we as Americans will face up to the challenge and conquer it. Yes. Wouldn't that be a great speech for him to give?
1: Yes. With the with the STEM classes for all the young girls and boys that are that are, nerding it up right now, they're okay. going to invent something.
0: Now, one of the hist- Like I said yesterday, one of the claims in the report is it's 1.8 degrees warmer Fahrenheit now than it was 100 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather live today or 100 years ago?
1: Give me right now. Let's go.
0: Number 11, water s- infrastructure will be challenged uh, because t- of storms. Floods will be more frequent. Well, they might be more frequent because more people will be affected wildfires will increase history will be lost this is from the same leftist crowd that's trying to eliminate history uh sea level rise will ultimately wipe out the record of human habitation of the coastal margin in the southeast within the next one or two centuries a study has shown what utter bs what rational human being is is buying this bs The Southeast would lose 13,000 recorded historic and prehistoric archaeological sites due to the projected sea level rise. More than 1,000 sites on the National Registry of Historic Places are endangered, including forts in Charleston, South Carolina, St. Augustine, Florida, and Savannah, Georgia. And finally, there will be more snakes. Serpents. A life of serpents.
1: Your life will never be serpent free. No,
0: there will be more serpents. Serpents he,
2: everywhere. A, a serpent podcast. Like in Raiders of the Lost
0: Ark, when the
1: thing was full
2: of snakes.
0: That's it. Serpents. <laughs> why Isn't do it they amazing? Use serpents. Isn't it amazing? Why? Well, I do know why. I, I, there's a couple of reasons why uh, people, most principally on the left, are so desperate to to hold on to this. Uh, a, it's become their theology. It's the only thing they would that would pass in their lives as a religion. And, and uh, uh, B, uh, it's a really, really great way to knock the United States off its pedestal by tying our hands and eliminating the use of fuels and whatever. You'd you'd pretty much render us a a powerless entity.
1: I I don't know why they don't ever include India or China or some of the stand countries,
0: Indonesia. Africa, Yeah. Much of South America. We're so far ahead of the curve in terms of environmental responsibility that the rest of the world can only look at us with awe. Liechtenstein, Yeah, that place too. <laughs> Can't even spell it. No. Does Johnny Hyde ha- uh, have a newscast? I do. Well, Waiting well, patiently in the I'm, wings. I'm anxious to hear it, so we'll be back shortly. I was just literally reading a story about a woman who hopes to open a sex brothel. In Hollywood, where, where the where the women are robots, but you can only have sex with the robot <laughs> if the robot says yes. That, wouldn't that be a blow to <laughs> your self-esteem if you if got that, turned down by a robot? Wow. It gave uh, you the chenzo? Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah. nope. I've so, got a robotic headache.
1: Sorry.
3: Here's John Height. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Wow. I think
0: <laughs> I'd
1: reprogram it. Uh,
3: good morning. Yes. Really? A search warrant application filed in Hennepin County provides new details about that investigation into an incident at an Eden Prairie McDonald's on November 19th. Uh, that incident, you might remember, led to the arrest of a 55-year-old man for allegedly displaying a gun during what's been described as a racially charged altercation with a group of teenagers. 55-year-old Lloyd Edward Johnson was arrested Wednesday afternoon. No charges filed. The Hennepin County Attorney's Office said Monday that additional evidence needs to be looked at. Investigators with the Eden Prairie Police Department applied for a warrant to search Johnson's property and motor vehicle last week. That application said investigators have learned Johnson applied for and was granted a firearms permit to purchase in 2011, but as of last week, he does not have a permit to carry in Minnesota. The application also states that he was the suspect in a 2011 assault in which an individual alleged Johnson threatened him with a knife and a gun. That case was cleared exceptionally due to the lack of victim cooperation. It also says back in 2014, he reported a burglary and that a Beretta handgun was among the missing items listed, although he later reported finding the gun after he cleaned his apartment. At that time, he's alleged to have told authorities he owned five or six handguns as well as five long guns. According to the application, several of the teens reported seeing Johnson pull out a handgun during the altercation and wave it around during the incident captured on both surveillance video and cell phone video, reported he felt threatened and thought Johnson was going to begin shooting at him. Authorities also interviewed Johnson, who allegedly acknowledged taking the loaded handgun out. He allegedly also said the handgun was in his vehicle, which was parked in the parking lot outside of Place of Employment, the location where he was voluntarily interviewed last week. He reportedly recorded part of the incident on his, uh, his cell phone also. The application says the video does not show Johnson removing or displaying the handgun, but he can be heard yelling at the team saying, just give me a reason. Just give me a bleeping reason. The application states the surveillance video viewed by an officer shows the altercation, though the officer stated he was not able to determine for certain what item Johnson was holding in his right hand. Where would you have to buy a ticket at U.S. Bank Stadium to be sitting among
0: civilized
2: people? How much do you want to spend? That's. I guess that's my question. Is that the answer? Uh, yes, although... I have had the pleasure of sitting in really expensive, really nice seats mm-hmm. for a game. Mm-hmm. The behavior didn't improve all that much. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was not something? quite
1: the drop-off, well, you would have thought. Well, well some the...
3: of it was by me. Right. Where the older fella and this kid or didn't look like bad seats? No. Did they? Well, video. No, own. no, they didn't but look like, like they were nosebleed. In all yes, honesty, no. there
2: really isn't a bad seat in that place. I've sat in different sections, but
0: what's what's the section behind home plate at Target Field? What's that called? The Champions, Champions Club. Club. Is there a version yeah. of that at the yes. football stadium?
2: that's the section I was referring to. It's mm. called the Lando Lakes Club. Oh, okay. Um, there's also, I think, a Polaris style, but it's it's the all you can drink, all you can eat kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vikings are playing at New England this
0: Sunday. I think John will have something about that. Okay.
3: Well, no, you've got Belichick. Yeah, we should probably hear from the coach, huh? Yeah. How about next hour? Next hour, sure. 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 Let's do that next hour. I believe he's scheduled to talk uh, next hour. All right. Okay. Uh, Ugly story from Eden Prairie. A man locked his teenage daughter in a bedroom and whipped her roughly 30 times with a tree branch and a belt leaving bloody and bruised wounds over much of her body, according to felony charges. 38-year-old Craig D. Underwood II is charged with felony malicious punishment of a child. Underwood has lost his parental custody of the girl to Hennepin County since this all happened on an interim basis. The girl now in foster care. Underwood and his wife retain custody of their four other children, who range in age from 11 to 17. According to the criminal complaint, the teen told the child protection investigator that her dad was upset that she came home from school on November 15th with someone her family dislikes and that she was late for class. She said he made her put on shorts, locked her in a bedroom, cut a tree branch, and hit her 30 times with both the switch and a belt.
1: Damn. Jesus.
3: Girl also told the investigator her parents drink alcohol and are joined by her 17-year-old brother who smokes marijuana with them okay. in front of the other children. She said her father drinks daily and is driven drunk with her in the vehicle... <laughs> Teen sent an email to her school-issued laptop to child protection officials that she had bruises over most of her body from the beating. The other children told the investigator they get whipped with a belt or spanked with a hand. Uh, The father appeared hostile. What's he doing home so much? Isn't he working? The father appeared hostile toward police when they got there. Told them he, quote, had every right to whoop her. According to the charging document, he acknowledged hitting her. Underwood put up resistance to being arrested, eventually was taken into custody. Several family members in the home were hostile uh, to police and refused to let officers inside. Court-ordered search of the home by a police detective that night, turned up the tree branch with black hairs embedded or attached. Police also seized two belts and several pieces of wood that appeared to come from one or more branches. His criminal history, by the way, Underwood in Minnesota, includes convictions for domestic assault, and drug possession. Wow. Forgive me if you mention it. Is yeah. he the biological father? Uh, that was not mentioned in the story. Uh it just said that the couple had the five children. It did not say uh, My God. A day after President Trump's former campaign manager, Paul Manafort, was accused of violating a plea agreement in the Russia investigation, the president accusing special counsel Robert Mueller... Maybe she came home with Franklin.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, Frank! He had to sit on the other side of the table. <laughs>
3: President accusing Robert Mueller of ruining lives. Trump tweeting this morning he thinks the media builds Bob Mueller up as a saint. Trump says that when the Mueller investigation ends, it will become evident that people were treated horribly and viciously and that people's lives are being ruined for refusing to lie. The president apparently referring to conservative author Jerome Corsi, who says he rejected a plea because it would have forced him to falsely admit that he lied to investigators. Mueller on Monday accused Manafort of violating his plea agreement by repeatedly lying to federal investigators. Manafort denies lying. Although the president often accuses Mueller of leading a Democratic-led witch hunt, Mueller is a lifelong Republican appointed in 2001 as head of the FBI by President Bush. And he served, of course, as a Marine Corps officer during the Vietnam War, receiving the Bronze Star Medal with the Combat V for heroism and the Purple Heart Medal. Update on a story we had yesterday. Minutes after touching down on Mars, NASA's InSight spacecraft sent back a, quote, nice and dirty snapshot of the new digs. (laughs) Yet the dust-speckled image looked like a work of art, NASA scientists said. Oh, it reminds me
0: here. Have we yet determined how long it took to get there? Anybody bother to follow up on
3: that? I tried to follow that up today and Mm -hmm. could not find it. I only read two stories, but I couldn't, uh, I did not see when it was first launched. The photo revealed a mostly smooth and sandy terrain around the spacecraft with only one sizable rock visible. Tom Hoffman is the project manager. He said after the touchdown, I'm very, very happy that it looks like we have an incredibly safe and boring landing location. Spacecraft now will spend a few days recharging its solar batteries before it starts doing tests on the planet. What's the name of of the spacecraft that landed on Mars? Uh, Insight, All right, I N-S-I-I-E-E. I
0: don't want any screwing around by either Rookie or Reavers. I actually have an email. All you got to do is Google mm-hmm.
2: how long did it take Insight to fly to Mars? Uh, I will follow that up with an email we got from Al yesterday that I didn't have a chance to forward to you this morning. Uh, Joe incorrectly said yesterday that Mars is hot. The hottest the Mars rover recorded was 43 degrees Fahrenheit. Mars has a thin atmosphere and therefore no thermal blanket. Oh. Mars averages around negative 80 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm sorry.
0: Really? That's fine. Okay. Insight, a robotic. Don't lander. read it, Matt. Don't read it to me until, I'm, <laughs> until you're confident that what you're reading to me is going to have my answer. So you you keep looking, and then when you're ready— As I continue uninterrupted by this earthling (laughs) that will not allow me to give,
1: I'm a man that tries to give the the information as soon as I get it. And when I finally, you know, get it every once in a while— Oh, yeah, here we go. I got sidetracked. Uh, (laughs) The mission launched May 5th, 2018 at 11—
3: May 5th, 2000, so... May, June, and no, uh,
1: November 26th is Six when it months. landed. Oh,
3: my God, that's quick, Six and it? a half months, roughly? Wow. Give or take?
1: Yeah, 150 to 305 days, depending on the speed, so it does vary. I see. Well, I, I've got my answer. Thank you. There you, you go. You're very mm-hmm. welcome. Greetings, Joe.
2: Or the same amount of time it takes my wife to drive uh, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> what? Six months. <laughs> She's the slowest driver in human history.
0: injured and 35,092 dead. Those are the National Safety Council injury facts from our nation's highways in 2015. Are you letting your emotions get the best of you? This isn't a Formula One race out here, people. Federated Insurance reminds us that these are much more than statistics. These are your family members, friends, and neighbors. Don't let your emotions get the best of you. you get anxious when you're driving? Not really any need to. Do you yell or honk at other drivers that make you angry? That's emotions taking over. Don't let your emotions take control. Do you uh, try to retaliate to even the score for another driver's actions? That'll never serve you any good. Stop it. The National Safety Council reports that aggressive driving plays a role in 56% of fatal crashes and emotions cause the aggressive driving. Don't become a statistic. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. Make it home safe tonight.
3: It's okay to eat some romaine lettuce again, according to U.S. health officials. Joe, would you like to be the tester? Joe, you first, okay? Nope. Just check the label. The Food and Drug Administration narrowed its blanket warning from last week when it said people shouldn't eat any romaine because of an E. coli outbreak. Major E. coli or just regular E. coli? Uh, I think, ground. I don't
1: think it's major. Which what do you want. I want yeah. the
3: regular. <laughs> the agency said the romaine linked to the outbreak looks to be from California's Central Coast region. Said romaine from elsewhere should soon be labeled with harvest dates and regions so people know it's okay to eat it. People shouldn't eat romaine that doesn't have any label information, according to the FDA romaine that doesn't come in packaging, grocers and retailers are being asked to post the information by the register.
0: I'm not eating anything that says Acme romaine
3: company. Right, oh. <laughs> But iceberg is, if I go get a head of that's lettuce. That's not romaine. Okay. Yeah, that's
1: fine. Iceberg's all right.
3: Yep. Amazon said Cyber Monday and Black Friday were the biggest shopping days in its history. The online retail giant didn't disclose sales figures, but it said customers ordered more than 180 million items during the five days from Thanksgiving to Cyber Monday, adding that the latter was its biggest single shopping day ever. Cyber Monday likely hit $7.9 billion in sales across all retailers, making it the biggest online shopping day yet, according to an estimate from Adobe. That represents a roughly 20% increase from last year. Online sales for Thanksgiving Day and Black Friday likely reached $3.7 billion and $6.2 billion, respectively. A fewer, uh, fewer consumers did travel to brick-and-mortar stores to shop on Black Friday. Part of that could have been cold weather in the Northeast and rain and snow on the West Sears. Coast.
0: Sears. What about it? That's a, you know... That's a place to get a deal right now. I'll say.
3: <laughs> Nerve-wracking piece of video shows a tourist clinging for life onto a hang glider in Switzerland. Did you guys see this? I did, and I thought that was a failure. to You know, you had one job. Yeah, yeah. Is The reason? Chris Gursky's harness was not properly attached when he oh. and a pilot launched themselves off a 4,000-foot mountain ledge. It was Chris's first hang gliding flight. Oh. For more than two minutes, he dangles from the hang glider, hanging on with his hands, just, you know. If it's to... his first one, don't you usually tandem that there, thing? It was tandem. Oh, it was. The instructor was hooked in. He had no problem. Oh. Yeah. Hey, uh, I got to tell you, I'm Ray, good. Uh,
1: Billy, I'm sorry, but... Uh...
2: You're really hurting our wind resistance here, Craig. You're
3: dragging me down. For more than two (laughs) minutes, Gursky dangles from the hang glider, flying over trees as they head toward a large, grassy landing area. He wrote later on Facebook, he remembers looking down, thinking, this is it. Gursky said as they approached the landing area, his hand began to slip while he was swinging in the wind. Once his feet hit the ground, he was ripped away from the landing gear. Uh, He was hurt. He needed surgery for a broken wrist. Wow. Also, also tore his left bicep.
1: And that was
0: after a while. He was punching the uh, pilot. That uh, that's how he broke. <laughs> how his can wrist. you? How how could that even be? How could you possibly forget to lash in your client? I don't know. There would be a checklist. That's like, like yeah. when you get one of those dreadful uh, swimsuit area medical procedures, and you ask the doc, "Is this going to hurt me? Or Is this going to hurt?" And
2: the doc says, it's "Not going to hurt me." <laughs> Well, that's what we get at
3: value hang gliding. Right, right. We are
2: We are airborne.
3: Hang glider. Are- oh, Gursky, by the way, says, I will go hang gliding again No, as I did not get to enjoy my first flight. Easy
1: hang glides are us. It's like that, again, they have that easy vasectomy billboard yep. out right now.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't want, you know, no, it's, it's not easy. easy. It's not, not easy. easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Not easy. It's, it's no. easy if it's being done to you. <laughs> Uh, yesterday we talked a little bit about GM's uh, cost-cutting announcements. Yeah, I want to do this story. Oh, you do. Are you going to talk okay. about the cars you're discontinuing? Exactly. I want to was... talk about okay, that. Then we're I... gonna.
0: We're gonna. Well, I, w- I can skip that. We you can. Want... We can do it right now if you oh, want. Oh, okay,
3: sure. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk yesterday about the cars. They're removing some of their cars uh, from uh, from sales. GM killing multiple passenger cars, including the Chevrolet Volt, Chevrolet Cruze, two vehicles that were held up as examples of the automaker's post-bankruptcy revival. The move comes as Americans are abandoning passenger cars in favor of crossovers, SUVs, and pickups. The automaker will no longer make the Volt semi-electric and the cruise compact sedan for sale in North America. Also the Impala. In March, yeah. They'll also Word. end production in March of uh, various cars, the Impala. And GM will also end U.S. sales of the Cadillac XTS, which kind of surprised me. see a lot of those on the road. And the Buick LaCrosse after production ends in March. The Cadillac CT6 will be killed off in the U.S. after mid-2019, although it will continue to be sold, if you want one, in China.
0: We're we're really looking at a sea change here. The Cruze and the Volt are relatively new in the American consciousness, right. uh-huh. but the Impala's been around since Ever. the 50s. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. solid. Yep. Man, we made. already lost Oldsmobile and Pontiac. Mm-hmm. Now you're losing the Impala. Oh, nothing. Quite a sea change. Well, look what Ford's doing. They're going to make one car, aren't they, the Mustang? And the rest is trucks and SUVs. What
2: about the uh, they're discontinuing Ford. I'm talking now, they're discontinuing the, the one, the eco friendly one that everybody's escape? going nuts over. They're getting
3: rid of that. I don't know.
1: I, uh-huh. I they might keep the escape, but it's uh, a small, a smaller one though.
3: Yeah. it's not, but the yeah, the escape is an SUV though. What am I thinking of then? I'm thinking it's of a the, small SUV. Okay, the um, okay, anyway. okay, okay, climate change link
0: <clears throat> if if. Apparently, Americans are not paying attention to uh, these dire warnings to the point where you're going to be hard-pressed to buy a car. You have
2: to buy an SUV. Well, this is all about supply and demand, though.
0: Yeah, but the environmentalists— If if America was convinced that we're all going to melt and we're going to die and we can't grow food and everything, and it's because we consume fossil fuels— why in the hell the big push towards bigger and bigger SUVs?
2: So is this a ray of hope?
0: I, I don't know. I The irony is, me, your denier, your great denier, great denier. I don't deny the climate changes. Right? I deny the government. I deny it as a means to grow the government. I, I can't get enough of small vehicles. I love the smaller, the better. I won't go, what's that little teeny thing that makes Pat chuckle? The smart car? Smart car. I won't go
2: that small. I think that's ridiculous. Smart
0: but I car. love small cars. I love them.
2: Do you like them started in winter?
0: Well,
1: you, you <laughs> don't like the the smart car because it doesn't have any uh, – there's no feature to it. It's just uh, –
2: It's too small. Well, right. you even said it yourself a couple of weeks ago when you were – walk. were you walking by somebody's campaign party and everybody
3: there had well, an oh, SUV? Oh, it was for Walls. Yeah. It was yeah. for Tim Walls. Yeah. yeah I will I, – I got a friend that works in the gas station business mm-hmm. who has conversations continuously with people who are filling their large SUVs, conversations without – irony about how they think, you know, climate change and fuel, et cetera. But they have no concept that, well, if you really believe that, why are you driving an SUV and filling it up with, you know, 70 bucks worth of gas? No, no,
1: a gas guzzling SUV, Jim.
0: exactly. That's what we talked about yesterday, this tremendous disconnect between the way people lead their lives and the BS that's put out by the news gatherers.
2: Well, Mm -hmm. for me personally, I would drive a more fuel efficient car, but safety is more important to me. Because of the kids.
0: Well, I, I I can't even necessarily claim that I favor small vehicles because of fuel efficiency. I just like them to be nimble and uh, uh, easy to park and uh, easy to clean, easy to take care of. I don't want a big giant easy to winterize big car.
3: Easy to winterize, yeah. yeah.
0: I don't drive them in the winter. I <laughs> yeah. drive a big. I drive as big a vehicle as possible right. in the winter. Right. Yeah. And
3: in the summer, I have a variety of uh-huh. small choices, cars, choices, depending on mood. Yes, I'm yes. In. Yeah. yes. You have to take the notes off the windshield, though. Well, before I have you some drive. notes. Have That's some how notes. messed up you are. <laughs> I no wish we could say you know any oh. word we
1: want. That's how messed up you are. Yeah. That you have no. folks, oh, man, folks, <laughs> man, uh, folks on a vehicle in his garage. He has uh-huh. on a post-it note the uh, pounds per square inch yep. number
0: uh, in the tires. Okay, I'll tell you why. So I remember in the spring to deflate them. (laughs) Well, I pump them up in the winter to avoid flat spots on the tires. Sure. And then in the spring, I kick them back to where they're supposed to be. Uh And the other note was for the last time the battery was charged.
1: You think you're normal? A normal <laughs> Absolutely. human being number Absolutely.
0: one doesn't have that amount of time <laughs> oh, nor the desire yes. no, to go. No, this is
1: completely normal. 50 pounds. We're going up to fifty so we can get down to thirty-four in the spring. Sure come soon now that i 21st or do you buy <laughs> just, God. I'm just curious what the you
3: do you buy the big packs of post-it notes, you must. Oh, I have a lot of post-it notes. Of Johnny, post-it if you
1: notes. have ever driven with him, that's all it is. It's a, it's the the mad scientist of post-it notes
3: here. And it just I, uh, says
1: one word. Rookie. Like, if he has to pick me up, yep. rookie. I It'll do, be on the,
3: the dashboard. I do remember once we had a uh, a remote broadcast somewhere, oh, and we were God. early, and Joe said, let's go get a burger at Wendy's. We were in our separate cars. Yeah. Wendy's? I fleet would Farm. Never, that, that was Oh, farm. yeah. We, we went there. That was, the was Fleet Farm. he said, come on in go. my car. We'll eat him in my car. And you're right. I got in, and there were Post-it notes everywhere, everywhere on the dashboard. Well, I've never really had an office,
0: so my dashboard is basically my control center. Bank. It's the headquarters yep. for Sushiri International. Right. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah, now it
1: in the sense. future we'll have on a dashboard serpents. Right. <laughs> that world will be full of serpents. Yeah. Do not eat the apple. Oh, right. How did we get there? I don't know, but we're here. <laughs> but you're only one click away from more of the Garage Logic podcast. Are you aware of this? I am.
0: One click away. One click away. We'll entertain
1: you, we'll inform you. Absolutely. Tell you about the insight. What's the Insight?
0: Oh, there's plenty more coming.
1: No, I mean, that's the Mars Rover, the Insight. Oh, the Insight. Yes, yes.
0: Only took from May until now. That's pretty good.
1: It's like going to Wisconsin. Bingo,
0: bango. you zip in, you zip out. We'll be living there soon
1: enough. All right. Garagelogic.com.